Arguments About Nothing is brought to you by that burst of New Year resolution energy that will last until, well, maybe mid-January. Welcome back to Arguments About Nothing. I'm Shelby Samsel. I'm Hannah Bennett. Uh, And it's 2020, baby. New year, new us, except nothing's changed. (laughs) (laughs) But this is our first podcast episode of 2020, so happy new year to everybody. Yeah. And I think we're just going to kick off this year with a new BuzzFeed quiz from Stressed, Depressed, Lemon Zest, a community (laughs) contributor uh, with a wonderful name. Yeah, The name alone is worth doing this quiz, I would think. Yeah, but what really drew us to the quiz was the title, which is, Which Toe Are You? I think this is the most important quiz we have yet done. Uh, This is the most unique quiz I've ever seen. Basically, the options here for which toe we can be are fairly limited, and yet I'm still deeply curious. Do you have any predictions about which toe you are? No, but I feel like there are answers I could get that would be disappointing to me. All right. And that is weird to me. Which that, one that's is disappointing true. to you? Any of the Something middle in ones? in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> everyone wants to either be a big toe or pinky, or a pinky toe, toe. And those are the only ones. And everything in between is just the forgotten middle children of the toes. Do they even have names? I don't think they do. Index toe? Is that a thing? We shall see. You don't point with your toe, so I would have... I hope not. I guess we'll we'll find out. I think which I think I'm calling right now that I'm going to be the toe next to your big toe. Okay. It's not what I want, but it's what I think I'm going to get. You think you're a second toe? Yeah, I, it's not what I want, but it's what I deserve. Oh, uh, I think you're a big toe, Shelby. Oh, wow. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not sure do what we, that means. We don't we don't really need to even do this quiz. We could just we could just give ourselves loving toe affirmations. Hannah always knows how to build me up. <laughs> All right, let's do this. This is really important and scientific. Okay. We need to know the yeah. real answers. Yeah. We can't let stress depressed lemon zest down. Right. So the first question is, which best describes you? I'm a bottom. <laughs> oh, it's going to be this kind of quiz, eh? <laughs> okay. I'm a bottom. I'm a top. I'm verse. What does this mean? <laughs> Would you, uh, should we debate this question? <laughs> I'm not sure how much I want to go into it. Uh, okay, I'm going to say I'm verse. <laughs> and no follow-up questions allowed. Okay, moving on. <laughs> what is your favorite animal? A pony, a cat, a lizard, or a pig? Do you have an immediate answer to this? I mean, I do, but it's boring. Cat, because I've, I've actually had a cat before. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, You is, can like things you've never had before. Like things you've never had before. Um, I'm going pony, because that seems like the strongest and most majestic of the available answers. Okay. I think I associate ponies with, like, spoiled rich kids for some reason. I don't know why. Well, that's who I want to be, so... <laughs> your aim in life yeah such a big toe answer thank you so much um so now we're gonna pick something to eat the options are dino chicken nuggets very specific dino chicken nuggets 
I don't even know what that means. I imagine chicken nuggets shapes as, shaped as dinosaurs, as opposed to nuggets that are made from dinosaur meat. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it was the latter, I would definitely pick that one. I would too. Um, but so dino chicken nuggets, salad, hot dog, chips. I I would love to be the kind of person who could honestly say salad here. Yeah, no. But I'm not, and it's chips. Oh, I'm picking dino chicken nuggets. <laughs> it's got the most flair, for sure. It does? Okay, the last, well, it's not the last question, I'm sorry. Second to last question, which is best? Blank Space by Taylor Swift. Ugh. Blah. Wow, so much du- judgment. The Tay-Tay clan is going to come for you. Come at me, Tay-Tay clan. The very fact that you would be called the Tay-Tay clan. I don't actually know if they're called that. I just said that. Um, I'm sure they have a real name, but I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, any Ariana Grande song, Stay by Post Malone or People by the 1975. I don't know any of these songs. <laughs> I've never heard a single one of them. And that includes any Ariana Grande you have song. Not one single song by Ariana Grande. No, I, I'm going to choose Stay by Post Malone. I have never heard a Post Malone song. I know who he is because he has lots of tattoos. He does. But I, that's all I know about him. You know, the only thing I know about Ariana Grande is that she can do really good vocal impressions. Oh, I, she's, I, I mean, didn't she's know that. She's got a very impressive voice, to be perfectly honest. I'm going to go People by the 1975 just because it, they sound the best. Like, okay. just looking at this list, it sounds the best. And lastly, choose a body part. Belly, collarbones, feet. And the last one is a sideways winky face. Yeah, it's a winking emoticon. Not an emoji, an emoticon. Yeah. Um, which is my choice. Is that supposed to be like a naughty body part? Oh, I thought it was just like your smile. Well, then why wouldn't it just be a smile? Why is it a winky face? Because stressed, depressed, lit lemon zest can't <laughs> be tamed. All right. Well, the answer is clearly not feet. Why? Is it, well, because that's too obvious. It's oh. a quiz about toes. <laughs> that is such a second toe move. I'm going to say collarbones. All right. Moment of reveal. Hannah Bennett, which toe are you? I'm deeply disappointed. Uh-oh, what are you? With the result. It says I'm the ring toe. Which one is that? I guess it's like your fourth toe. It's the toe oh. next to the pinky. Wow. It just says you're such a ring toe person. Take from this what you will. No, quiz, I really wanted you to tell me what that meant about me. I wanted to know what it me- what it means to be a ring toe person. Um, well, you called it. I'm the big toe. Yes. Ah, yes, the big toe. You're such a big toe person. Take from this what you will. So basically exactly the same results, just insert a different toe name. Right. And the cynics among you might think that it's just a random toe that was chosen with the same really answer given, just the toe swapped out, and that it doesn't mean anything about us personally. But it does. I have big toe energy. And that is something I'm going to take with me throughout the rest of my life. Yeah. And you have and ring toe energy. <laughs> I have ring toe energy. And I, 
I think, honestly, the quiz has just sort of ranked us as people. <laughs> I don't know why ringtone energy sounds so, like, lame. Sorry. It does. But no, it does so sound lame. really lame. Um, it's so lame. And, I like, if you had asked me before this quiz, I feel like I was secretly hoping that I would be the pinky toe. But I got big toe, so I'm... I'm you should feel proud of that. I do. I, I have a weird sense of pride about it. I don't. I don't know why, but I do. So, I, and I. I mean, I do feel a little worse about myself than when we started this podcast. Well, that is the goal of this podcast now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, constant competition between me and Hannah. This is what I get for liking chips and cats, I guess. Yeah, you got to really go hard on those Dino Nugs. <laughs> it was the that, Dino Nugs that won it for dino you. Dino Nugs is where the big toe energy is at. <laughs> you know, so. Okay, well, we're going to take this energy into 2020. Yeah. Um, so now we're going to transition into a new segment, which we're very excited about. Listeners, questions. Yay. That's right. You guys asked. We're going to answer all right, and our first listener question comes from Aaron, a friend of the pod, um, and he wrote in on Instagram and told us his question. For $1,000, would you refer to chihuahuas as chewy chewy ha-has for the rest of your life? <laughs> the caveat being, you don't realize that you're saying it the wrong way, but everyone else does. Oh, this is a good caveat, right? Yeah, yeah, because, yeah. Because if I... If I did know that I was saying it, I would just happily say chewy, chewy, ha ha for the rest of my life, ironically on purpose. Yeah, and make a I, joke of it. It's got a good mouthfeel. I just said it just now, and it, it really rolls off the tongue. Chewy, 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 chewy ha ha. Yeah. Yeah. But if you don't know you're going to say it wrong for the rest of your life, and other people know you say it wrong, I don't know. I mean, on the one hand, you don't say the word chihuahua that often. Yeah. On the other hand, I don't like not having control over my own communication. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't say chihuahuas very often. It's also interesting to me because it's like as soon as some as one person tells me that I'm mispronouncing it, how do I like not know? Like I immediately forget that I, you know, because like I the guess f- so. Like I have this like very specific kind of amnesia that every time I talk about chihuahuas, I forget that people corrected the way that I said chihuahuas. Maybe people wouldn't correct you though. Cause maybe they would just they would just sort of like quietly just yeah. talk amongst themselves. Like, have you noticed she always says chewy chewy hahas? Is she doing that on purpose? Yeah, is that I like mean, a joke of hers? People might think it's just like a like a weird quirk. Yeah. So I don't know. I will say it's a very low repercussion situation. Like, I can't imagine being in a situation where me saying chewy, chewy, haha. I guess maybe, like, on a date, it could, ha- like, someone would be like, she's weird, I don't want to go out with her again. Now that we're talking about this, I did say the word chihuahua in, an, in a real non-ironic way in a business meeting the other day. <laughs> Why? Because we had a book proposal, and it was part of the book proposal, like, and I'm, I was in a, I'm just imagining now if I had been in that business meeting and I had been like, oh yeah, and the main character has a chewy chewy haha, and I had just said it sort of without just like any, that yeah. without any, without any indication that I knew that I was saying it wrong. Like what my coworkers must have thought of me. Yeah. 
I think $1,000 is way too low. You're right. Personally. Like, for the rest of your life. Yeah. Like, a th- like I would be very glad if someone handed me $1,000 a day, but, like, in this economy is not, like, a huge... $1,000 is no. not a life-changing amount of money. Even if no. I invested that whole... All of it over, like, the course of my lifetime, it's not, you know, it's not going to change much. And I... So, I, like, I wouldn't take the $1,000... But that leads me to the question of, like, what is your price on this, right? Like, $1,000 isn't enough. Is $10,000 enough? Is $20,000 enough? Like, but how much would you pay me to sit in that business meeting and unironically say chewy chewy haha? Gosh, I like saying the word, so maybe it's not that much. (laughs) Yeah, I think I'm coming in around 15 grand. Yeah. For the rest of my life. I was going to say 20, but. Yeah, 15 to 20, I think, would be. And right. maybe one day I work for like a pet food company and this this decision really bites me in the butt. But like, I think your friends would step in at that point. I think your friends would be like, no, Shelby, don't take that job. I can't tell you why. Just don't take that job. OK. <laughs> All right. I'm glad you'd be there for me in that way. Yeah. But see, now you're the voice of a podcast. So if you started saying it, you might just start a trend. Right. And then everyone would start saying chewy, chewy, ha ha. I am a tastemaker. Exactly. That's You're a big sure. toe. So Yeah, I'm big toe. So people follow my lead. Okay, so should we move on to the yeah. second audience question? So the second listener question comes from actually comes from my sister in law, Meredith. Thank you, Meredith, for sending this in. And the question is, which would you rather live with for a year? A faucet that constantly drips or randomly running out of hot water? Oh, a faucet that constantly drips. Really? A hundred percent. Okay. I want that hot water. <laughs> but not. sometimes you would have hot water. Randomly yeah. running out of hot water. No, 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 no. That's I un- unacceptable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. There are sometimes when you just need to take a bath or a hot shower and like everything will come crumbling down around you if you cannot take that hot bath or hot shower. Oh my goodness. That's how I feel about uh, baths. So uh, very, very important to my mental health and self-care routine. I had no idea. This is oh, very, yeah, very yeah. urgently needed sometimes oh, for you. absolutely. Uh, my hair is currently wet because I decided <laughs> I needed a hot shower right before we um, recorded this and was pretty late to the recording of this because I just needed to take a shower. Um Ironically, my hair is also wet because I too felt the desperate need to take a shower. But I still think I would choose the, the randomly running out of hot water. Mm-mm. You're I I don't say this often, but you are wrong. <laughs> First of all, you do say that often. Wrong. You say that very often. I don't say this. I don't say it with as much uh, meaning as I say it right now. You are this is there is a correct answer and there is an incorrect answer to this one, and the incorrect answer is um, the dripping faucet. No, Shelby, the dripping faucet is so environmentally, like, unfriendly. This is true. It is such a waste of water. Yeah. You're, you're just wasting so much water. And you're, it, the environmental impact of the faucet dripping is way worse. And actually, it's better if you randomly run out of hot water because you're using less water in that case. Um, so the environmental impact is much better in my choice. That's true. I have the moral high ground here, and you just called me so, so wrong. (laughs) 
you do have the moral high ground i will i will give you that uh but it's just like not the choice any human should make wouldn't you be annoyed by the constant dripping sound? So here's the thing. I'm an auditory person, generally speaking. Like, I'm an auditory learner, and I'm musical, and I like, like I listen to podcasts. Say, I get really annoyed by sounds, like um, people chewing sounds, or like someone sucking on a hard candy next to me, or um, I even have to listen to, like, white noise to go to sleep. So the idea of living in a place with a constantly dripping faucet I think would drive me slowly insane. It would be like Chinese water torture. I would rather take a cold shower once in a while. Yeah, so there's actually a pretty simple solve to a dripping faucet, and that is tying some twine around the bottom of the faucet so any water collects into the twine and quietly goes down the twine and it doesn't actually make a noise. I've done this before because I've had a dripping faucet that drove me insane. So there is- You should have fixed that because the environmental <laughs> impact- I the did water fix was- it eventually. <laughs> But my super needed an afternoon to come. He couldn't come immediately. Oh, okay. But afternoon. Yeah. So it was like for an hour, I couldn't deal with the dripping faucet. So I looked up online how to like, you know, deal with the situation. And they were just like, yeah, wrap some twine around it and the water will collect in the string and come down and you won't be able to hear it. Then you have string coming out of your faucet all the time because it's not for an afternoon. It's an all the time thing. Yeah, that's not a big deal to me that there's string in the faucet. You really can't deal with like once in a while having a cold shower. No. I feel like I deal with that anyway all the time just mm-hmm. because we don't have a big enough water heater. No. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm standing by my answer. I think it's wasteful. All right. But you still have the moral high ground, but I, I don't know how you're a human. I like being submerged in water in a way that you will never understand. <laughs> That's fair. That's so, fair. Uh, okay. Uh, write in, listeners. Tell us who's crazy. Because I have strong feelings about this. And I, I think that the majority of people will be on my side. But, like, who knows? I think the majority of people might agree with you. But I think they're probably going to say that they agree with me. <laughs> because of the moral high ground. Right. Maybe. Do you want to move on to another question? Uh, well, I think we should move on to some of our questions, yeah. right? Yeah. So I have a couple... And thank you, listeners, for choosing to send us questions in. Um, we always love to get listener questions. As you can see, we are happy to, to do them on the podcast. If you want to send us questions, um, the easiest way is just to email us. Our Gmail address is argumentsaboutnothing at gmail.com. Or you can do as Aaron did and send us a message on uh, Instagram. So just get in touch. We're at argumentsaboutnothing on Instagram. Yep. So I have a question. If you could pie anyone, like throw a pie into someone's face. Who, pie in their face? Yeah. Got it. Who would it be and what kind of pie would you use? Huh. My, I mean, my immediate instinct was like whoever it is, it would be one of those like mostly whipped cream pies, pies that like don't actually hurt you that they use in the movies because yeah. I don't, I don't need to like rough up somebody's face with some pecan pie or something oh yeah a nut pie would be real mean a nut, nut yeah. pie would be bad um you're thinking more of like a cream based pie yeah key lime with a lot of whipped cream perhaps see i'm staying away from acidic things so lemon meringue or lime i think could you know people could have like bad reactions to um 
Something sort of custardy is really what yeah, I meant. Yeah, I was thinking... Something soft and unabrasive. I was thinking like a chocolate cream pie. Mm, that would probably stain worse, though, on somebody's clothes. Less worried about that. <laughs> well, I also am imagining me doing this to someone I don't like. I know, but why Why am I automatically like, I don't want this to hurt or stain you? Because you are <laughs> who you are as a person. That's why you're doing that. Maybe... But the thing is, it's like, it's not an appropriate uh, thing to do for, like, a really bad person. Like Hitler right. or Trump, they were right. they need something much more than this. <laughs> so, yeah. It's also, like, somebody that I get to pie, right? Like, it has to right. come from my hand. Um, because, like, I think it's a different person. Like, who would I like to see get pied versus who I would like to pie? Oh, yeah. It's very, oh, for very sure. personal. There are a lot of people that I would probably sort of quietly enjoy watching a YouTube video of them getting pied. <laughs> that list is long. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, like, I came up with this question and I, like, can't think of who I would want it to be. I can't really imagine, I'm having trouble imagining myself taking this action. Like, I'm trying to put myself in the situation, like, okay, I've got a pie in my hand, I've been waiting for this person to walk around this corner. (laughs) Ready and poised. Ever been pied? No. You said that. Have you? I have. I have been pied. But was it like an, an all in good fun thing or do you have an enemy I don't know about? It was something I think I remember paying to have done. Okay. It wasn't like some guy with a curly mustache that was no, like it was a friend of waiting mine. for you in a stairwell. No, it was a friend of mine. It was some sort of like fundraiser thing I think we were doing Oh, okay. um, in college and all of the RAs got together and pied one another. Well, that's very normal. Yes. That's not the same as, like, somebody <laughs> surprising you with a pie in the face. Um, is it bad that I'm thinking that I would do this to a child? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a child would like it. Maybe. Because, like, I when so. I was, like, on Wild and Crazy Kids and, and Nickelodeon and stuff, like, kids, like, want to get slimed. I feel like a kid would be, like, kind of excited about getting a pie just, like in their face yeah a kid who has signed up to be on a television show and who knows to expect it maybe yes a kid that is unexpectedly getting hit by a stranger with a pie in i didn't face. say it would be a stranger <laughs> i'm like like a little cousin of mine or something <laughs> who you know i think there is I, a- but just like what if they you, they were surprised and they didn't like it and then they just burst into tears in front of you I'm and not then you made pick a child cry who's super sensitive okay like I, I there is a child who would burst into tears i'm thinking hannah might have been that child <laughs> but like i don't know if i would have been that child because i've never been pied <laughs> and we'll never know um but I, I know for a fact that if you had just, like, randomly pied baby Shelby, she would have been delighted. Okay. Um, she would have been very excited about it. And I, I think, might have been delighted depending on who did it to me. Yeah. But, like, I feel like I don't know that many children. So it seems that, weird yes. to be, like, I don't, like, there are some kids I babysat who I feel like they would think it's funny. 
Yeah, I feel like I was sitting here trying to think of people with whom I have enough of like a pranking relationship, except I couldn't come up with anyone. But that's who I would want. I would want it to be somebody who would enjoy the experience. It could and think be it was me. Funny. I would enjoy the experience if you just randomly pied me one day. I thought I would think it was really funny. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that would be pretty funny. That would be pretty fun for both of us, yeah, I, think, I think, actually. Also, you would be high in my list of people to pie. Uh, maybe my brothers. Okay. I don't know fair. how my brothers would take it. Uh, hopefully in good fun. Yeah, maybe my brothers. You or my brothers. Okay. People who are forced to love me. Are there people, are there people outside of your friends and family who you would pie? Like strangers who you would pie. Drew Carey. Who? Drew Carey, the host of um, The Price is Right. <laughs> so random. <laughs> How did your brain jump to Drew Carey, who I haven't thought about since like 2006? Cleveland rocks, man. Oh, right. Ohio. Yeah. Right. <laughs> He's from Ohio. Um, I, my brain immediately went to like, I feel like... A game show host would be good. Okay. Because they're, like, kitschy and fun. Oh. Just some whimsy. I just think it would be funny. I think I don't know. I feel like game show hosts, ha- like, by definition in their job, have to be good at, like, going with the flow and just, like, you know, being calm in, like, weird situations. True. I think Drew Carey specifically, he's, like, a comedian and a game show host. I think he would think it's funny. Yeah. Any of the comedians from, like, Whose Line Is It Anyway yeah. would probably, like, Ryan Stiles, Colin Mockery, you could probably get away with any of them. Yeah. Um, James Acaster. James Acaster. <laughs> well, you know I was sitting here just waiting to say that if we're talking about comedians, I would probably just pie James Acaster. Yes. Exactly. Best case scenario, we become, you know, best friends. I think he would find it funny and would be like, who is this daring girl who decided to pie me? Exactly. And thus begins our... That would be the best meet cute of all time. All right. So we got to figure out a way for me to be in the same city as James A. Caster with a banana cream pie. And we love, we know how much you love bananas. So a banana cream pie seems like a good choice. Okay. So maybe not banana cream pie. Key lime pie. Well, we know how much I love James A. Caster. Actually, for those of you who haven't listened to previous episodes, you may not know how much I love James A. Caster, uh, but I do. People think we made this podcast because we wanted to make a podcast. In reality, we made this podcast as a vehicle to get Hannah to meet James A. Caster. Or at least that's why I made this podcast. Right. This might have been Shelby's intention. It wasn't uh, It wasn't my intention, although... Here we are. Let's just say I wouldn't fight it if it happened. <laughs> Hey, new year, new us, new manifestations. Let's get it out there. Let's get it trending. I really was just sitting here waiting to say I would pie James Acaster in the face just as a chance to meet him. Yeah. Because he, I think he would remember you. He would definitely remember you. You would stand out from all of his other adoring fans. And it would be done out of love. Obviously. You know, it wouldn't be a heckling situation. Mm-hmm. No. And then I would help him wipe it off and, you know, oh, I got some on my nose. Oh, no. Can you help me get this off? <laughs> oh, no, it's all over your shirt. Oh, no. Take it off. Let's get that stain out. That's where the chocolate pie comes in handy. Like, oh, no, don't let that set. You're right. This this needs to be more of a Notting Hill situation Needs to be a chocolate pie. Mm-hmm. 
All right, so we've decided chocolate pie and James A. Caster's face for me. Yeah, um, or Drew Carey for me, I guess. Okay. Very different, that. very different uh, motivations on that one. I do not feel about Drew Carey the way that you feel <laughs> about James A. Caster. Just to set the record straight, that's not, not my vibe. Not that yeah. he doesn't have a lovely vibe, but just not my vibe. He's got the the Ohio hometown vibe. Yeah. I think he would take it well. All right. Yeah, let's move on to a new question. Um, so my question is, would you rather be incredibly beautiful, but every time you burped, you shouted an insult about the person next to you, or be hideous, but every time you burped, $100 came out of your mouth? That one. that one no hesitation oh yeah 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 um i was gonna be like i don't know being really beautiful opens a lot of doors for you like people will forgive a lot of shitty things that beautiful people say however you know what people also forgive rich people Yeah, yeah yeah exactly so if i'm really hideous but i got money uh then that's fine i burp a lot if I it's also so, if I <laughs> you would be a billionaire. Yeah, well, it's also like if I um got a hundred dollars every time I burped, I would just be drinking car- carbonated beverages constantly. I would, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it would. I just, mean, I already drink like way too much seltzer, but it would just become my drink of choice. Yeah, I would never drink a non-carbonated beverage ever again. Yeah, and I would never apologize ever again for burping. No, I would never apologize either. Because <laughs> as people watched you, like, bring $100 like, out Like, that would mouth. be really weird to just, like, vomit up $100 every yeah. time I burped. But, like, that's fine. As long <laughs> Watching as- a really hideous person just burp and then <laughs> rip a wet 100 out. <laughs> as long as the bank will still take it, that's yeah. all I need. If, it, if I can cash that money, I'm going to cash that money. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you want to hear a really weird thing about me that is sort of related to this question? That you burped up a $100 bill once? Um, <laughs> would I be sitting here right now if I had ever burped up a $100 bill? I would have quit my job. Well, that may, wait, I hope you wouldn't quit your job just because you got one $100 bill unexpectedly. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, if I, if I could do it constantly. Um, no, what I was going to say is that I couldn't burp until the age of 25. What would happen? I mean, I just couldn't. Physically, I couldn't burp. Okay. I have so many follow-up questions. (laughs) First question is, did your mom ever burp you as a baby? in memory. So probably my mom burped me while I was a baby. But from the time that I can remember until the age of 25, I could not burp. Did you know that you, could you feel that you needed to burp and just didn't know how? Yes. I could feel that I needed to burp. It would be painful, like when you can't burp and yeah. you got like whatever. I really wanted to be able to burp and I couldn't. I couldn't make my body do it. All right. So, what magical thing happened when you were 25? And I got really fed up with the fact that I couldn't burp because it was painful. And yeah, I couldn't, of like, course. Release that. So, um, I think at one point it got like really bad. Mm-hmm. I really, really needed to burp. Mm-hmm. And I like, bent over like bent my body like fully in half to like apply pressure to my diaphragm okay and then it um it like forced the air out and I was able to burp and for I would say probably the first year or so 
in order for me to burp, I had to bend in half <laughs> until I trained my body to do it. It was like, it was a training. I, I had to train myself to like make air escape in that direction. <laughs> that's fast. That, that's like a medical marvel. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I have no idea why. Yeah. I was about to say, is this genetic? Like, does anyone else in your family have similar experiences? No. I don't know of anyone else who has a similar experience. No, it was just my body was like, I, I don't really understand how to expel air out of your esophagus weird. until I trained it. Yeah. And then my burp sounded really, really weird. <laughs> so I had to like force them out. Yeah. Huh. Well, yeah. Weird. So that's neither here nor there. It's a little bit of trivia tidbit for our podcast listeners who didn't care to know that. Oh, I think they did. I think <laughs> I think knowing that you couldn't burp until 25 and that you're in love with James A. Caster definitely need to go on the same podcast. Yeah. Um, so this is a tactical error now that <laughs> I have, am thinking about it. You know why? Because there's in my brain, there's no chance James A. Caster will ever listen to this. And well, so it I'm going to tweet it at him like a hundred times. So no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're not because you're my friend and you love me and you wouldn't actually do that to me. Well, I'm here to tell you that I have almost 50 Twitter followers, so (laughs) (laughs) I have clout on that platform and it's going to definitely get to him. Yes, you're right. I think you're right. I've got such good chances of James A. Caster, one, seeing your tweet, two, following through and listening to it yeah three actually contacting us and telling us that he listened to this Mm -hmm. but just in case should i edit that out have i ruined my chances with james a caster this is how it begins (laughs) (laughs) shelby just said that like she was like in star wars this is your destiny (laughs) the prophecy has stated that this is how it begins Exactly. Yep. I feel like we really need to change the subject. And so I'm going to ask you. Well, we haven't done our Would You Still Go Out With Him? Ah, yes. Our favorite segment. Uh, So Would You Still Go Out With Him? You go on a perfectly lovely date with this guy. First date. Perfectly lovely. Had a great time. Feeling a really good vibe. At the end of the date, he walks you to your train and instead of kissing or hugging you he tickles you under your chin lingeringly no (laughs) and then walks away no i hate it would you still go out the mental image of that just made me shudder yeah so he just tickles you under your chin for like three seconds so a little longer than you know one no. one would. Oh God! I think I would report him to the police. <laughs> <laughs> no. So later that night, he texts you and is like, "Hey, I had a lovely time. Like, love to see you again." This is after the first date. I haven't. Yeah, like, you've gone. First... I haven't caught feelings for this guy yet. I mean, like as men- as much feelings as you can catch on a first date, having not kissed. Or even hugged. Yeah, no. <laughs> His first 
point of physical contact with you was choosing to tickle you under your chin. I think this is significant for me because I'm usually the one of the two of us that's like, oh, give him a chance. Let's yeah. see where this yeah. is coming. But this isn't like a weird opinion. This isn't a weird like hobby that he has. It's not like a food choice yeah. that he's made. Yeah. This is a man who has come up to a relative stranger <laughs> and tickled them under their chin. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I hate it. I hate it. The, the immediate vibe is either, like, <laughs> Shelby's, Shelby's dead. Shelby's dying. Uh, I, I have, did not, just for the record, I did not expect Hannah to have the reaction that she's currently having, which is why I think this is so funny. I finally uh, broke her. I finally figured it out. You can say anything you want to Hannah. You can eat anything you want in front of Hannah but you tickle her under your chin and that is game over <laughs> because because oh god you had so picturing you it. had so much empathy for the guy whose favorite pastime was scaring people <laughs> because there are a couple of vibes that you can get from a man who just <laughs> See, you can't even get through my description without laughing. I can't laugh because you can't say it. You cannot say the words tickle me under his chin without breaking. Okay. I'm crying. Like, she's I'm literally like crying. Tears. She's literally like sobbing. This is so funny. Um, because like one vibe is very like fatherly, like old man. <laughs> Like, like what a grandpa would do. Yeah. yeah, like what a grandpa would do to their, like, four-year-old granddaughter. Like, tickling under your chin is such a weird sort of, like, condescending, like, yeah, it, it's such like it's a power move. <laughs> That's big toe energy, for sure. No, it's, it's, it's like sixth toe energy. It's not... It's not a thing and shouldn't be. It shouldn't be a thing. We're not going to give this big toe energy. That's like a weird, like if a person your age did that to you and they weren't, they, they weren't like, I don't know. I can't, I can't even imagine somebody doing it who's not like a 70 year old man. But the other vibe is like, oh my gosh, I have to stop. This is not good audio that I can't even stop laughing. Um, the other vibe is just flat out serial killer. <laughs> That's the two options, grandpa or serial kill- killer? What the hell both? else could... Oh. Oh, God. <laughs> what I think is about to happen... I'm sorry. What I think is about to happen, listeners, is that Shelby is going to turn around and say, well, my answer is that I did this to somebody two weeks ago. <laughs> God, uh, and she's gonna be like, actually, my last boyfriend. That's how we met. He tickled me under my Could chin. Could you imagine? No, I can't. That's why I would report him to the police. But so you're locking in. I would report him to. The Not even just like, oh, I would block him on the dating app or report him on the dating app. 
No, I wouldn't actually report him, but I would not talk to him. I wouldn't see him again. Okay. It's such a weird... So it's like weirdly intimate and creepy. Don't you think it's creepy? (laughs) I am so surprised by your response because when I wrote this question, I was going to... I was like, oh, like, I'll write one that's not that bad. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I would see that person again. Okay. Tell me why. Yeah, I did not have nearly as... Like, it's weird, for sure. Uh, (laughs) But I didn't go to serial killer. I just went to, like, oh, he's a little awkward. Maybe. A little awkward? (laughs) Yeah, I really don't have as strong of a reaction to it as you did. I, like, I... You're not picturing this happening to you. I am. I have thought about, like, again, when I wrote this question, I was like, oh, like, typically when I write them, I write them in a way where I'm like, 100% no, I would not go out with him. Like, yogurt guy, 100% not going out with him. Right. And I was like, I should write one where, like, the obvious answer is to go out with him again. And that is what I thought (laughs) I did with this question. Yeah, I, like, it's weird for sure. But, like, I don't know. I just didn't think it was that bad. I, yeah, I would be down to see him again. I would, like, if he did it the second time we went out, like, again. He would 100% do it again. That, yes, this is his behavior. This, <laughs> this is, is who behavior. he is. Um, yeah, I would just, I mean, like, if we went out again, I think, if he did it again, I'd be like, I think I would stop him the second time and be like, why did you do that? Or, like, you know, whatever. I, also, I would just assume that, like, we would progress beyond it. I don't know. Like, I would assume on the second date he would kiss me if it went as well as the first one. And then maybe we could just avoid this whole thing. You know what it is? The yogurt and his coffee, the pe- the upside down pizza, the any, most of the other things that you've talked about when we've had these discussions. This is something they're doing to themselves. Like, yeah, that's true. Like, they're... It doesn't affect me if some guy puts yogurt in his coffee or if he eats his pizza upside down. It doesn't affect me. I might think it's weird or I might disagree with his life choices, but I don't have to participate. Yeah. In this scenario, he's doing it to me. I have to participate (laughs) and be a part of it. And I don't like it. Yeah. So. Do you think you'd go as far as to like slap his hand away? No. Okay. I think because you said it would last for like a few seconds. seconds. Like you'd be so shocked. I would be so shocked I wouldn't probably do anything, but I think I'd be like, okay, good night, and then I would go home, and I would text you immediately, and I would be like, listen to just what just happened to me. At which point, I feel like you would generally support me not seeing this guy again. I have to say, I'm kind of surprised that you're, like, fine with this. Yeah, again, it's weird, but it wouldn't be... I like if everything else about the date had been great, I would have been, like, just chalk it up to, like, that's a weird idiosyncrasy. I hope next time we just make out. But, like, that's how he chose to touch you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, like, it's not like he grabbed a boob. You know, like, it's not like, to me, it's not like, you know, he hasn't groped me, you know. It's just, like, a weird choice. I think I would laugh. I think I would laugh out loud. I think I would feel condescended, too. Because to me, that's, like, a move that you make on a child. Yeah, I mean, again, it's super weird. I, I just think you can correct the behavior. Like, I've gone out with people who, who I didn't think were a good kisser, and I'd be like, I like this better, and they can change their behavior. 
Got it, got it. Like, if I told this guy, hey, I don't like it when you tickle me under the chin, and he continued to do it, I would stop seeing him. Certainly. But, like, I haven't given him negative feedback yet, so. Yeah, okay. Well, I think that that's really fair. I think that that's the tactic that I could see myself taking on most other things. (laughs) But not, okay. No, I mean, I, I think your response is probably more like what most people will think when they hear this. and. Honestly, it's the one that's more sort of open-minded, right? Yeah. Like, oh, well, I, he did a thing I didn't like it. I'll tell him not to, and I'll give him a chance to correct his behavior. I'm usually solidly in that camp. You really so. are, usually. So I'm very, I've am very. i been very surprised by your reaction to this. I got a really weird mental image in my head when you did when you told me about this, and it has not stopped. Yeah, I mean, I, I think your answer is correct. Like, some of us just have <laughs> things that, like... No, hard no, hard no forever. And it's just like the knowing that you are the type of person who does this to people is a no-go for you. That's valid. I just don't feel that way about it. Okay. Well, this is why it takes all sorts. There is somebody for everyone. (laughs) Yeah. Shelby's ideal man turns his pizza upside down and rips the crust off and tickles her under her chin. (laughs) Yeah. Take notes. Jen's at home. That's that's what I'm what I'm getting. What I'm looking for. Well, my throat officially hurts now. Do you have another question? Uh, yeah, we don't have to end on that one. Uh, which one is better, nervous visible sweats or nervous audible toots? Oh, visible sweats. <laughs> uh, okay, tell me why. I think I think there's a certain amount of compassion that uh, somebody would feel for you if they saw that you had some nervous sweats. We've all been there. Um, you know, it's it's a natural reaction, and it doesn't affect them really. Assuming yeah. you don't smell real bad, yeah. you just you got some pit stains going on. Yeah. I think that somebody who saw you in that situation would probably kind of give you a pass, understanding that yeah. this is this is a thing that happens. But I think if you're sort of in a constant nervous toot situation, <laughs> especially that is affecting them. audible toot. <laughs> yeah, audible toots. It's, it's harder to ignore for one. Yeah. It may have a smell for two, which then affects your listener. Yeah. So parameters of this question, neither sweats nor toots are smelly. Uh, oh. The sweats are oh. visible, so you can see it. I agree with you that I'd go nervous sweats for for a few reasons i think there's more you can do to combat the visibility of the sweats right so you can like put on an extra layer you can like put on a lot of like um baby powder whatever try to like soak up the sweat a little bit more wear black yeah wear black wear dark Mm -hmm. colors things like that audible toots there's like not much you can do to make them less audible or like yeah I know that this is a weird thing that I'm about to say, but I think that sweats are intrinsically more serious than toots. Okay. And yeah. And so if you're in a serious situation, I think you're gonna uh, you're gonna come across as more professional. Yeah, I with agree. those with those visible sweats than you are if you're like I'm imagining you're like on stage or something. Yeah. And it's like or those... at a conference, like a big meeting or something. Yeah, exactly. You're standing up in front of people and if you're just sort of if you've got the sort of chorus line of toots happening. <laughs> yeah. Every time you walk. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's not good. I don't think there's any way in which people still take you seriously. Yeah, it's hard to command authority while ripping exactly. uh farts everywhere. <laughs> Although, imagine the majesty of a person who could pull that off. I wow. mean, 
Yeah. What kind of prince would you, you have, would have to be? You would have to have some kind of stage presence to just like overcome that. For people to be so in awe of you that you could stand there and sort of like rat-a-tat toot and they would not even laugh. Yeah. Or like even think any negative feelings towards you. Just like right. be so in awe of like your oration that. Right. Even your toots are sacred at that point. Exactly. Um, yeah. yeah. I think we're in agreement on that one. Do we want to end it there or do we want to keep going? feel like maybe we should have one other thing to end it on so that the last thing that I said in the podcast was not about sacred toots why is that not a great thing to end on? <laughs> now I don't know I guess it's pretty on par for the rest of <laughs> what we've talked about today uh do we want to wrap up with what our uh hypothetical worlds look like no I don't really even <laughs> want to think about mine in my hypothetical world I'm visibly sweaty I'm dating a man who loves tickling me underneath my chin <laughs> um I have 15,000 extra dollars and I say chewy chewy haha's everywhere I go and yeah that's my my world and you've met Drew Carey oh yeah and I pied Drew Carey Sounds like a Monday, right? I mean, yeah, I'm down. I'm down for that. I'm really excited about this new lovely guy who is so affectionate. Uh, and and in next week's episode, we'll have the conversation. So your friend is dating a guy who tickles you under <laughs> under your chin. Do you say anything or not about your concerns, your red flags? At what point do you intervene? Yes. Um. Yeah, well, in my hypothetical world, I'm not dating that guy because mm-hmm. I've pied James A. Caster in the face and um, and he thought it was hilarious. And then, you know, that was the mute cute I had been waiting for. Yep. He's understanding of the nervous sweats because who wouldn't be nervous <laughs> to meet a famous comedian? Yep. You know, at least yep. I'm not tooting. Yep, yep, yep. I'm okay with this, yeah, actually. Yeah, that's a solid, solid um, place to be. And you have $20,000 extra. And he finds it really endearing that you say chewy chewy ha-has all the time. Yeah, he would probably think it's pretty funny, actually. Yeah. And if I burped, every time I burped, I made us both more money. Yeah, you really bring a lot to the table. Oh, I forgot I'm hideous, though, in yeah. this scenario. I'm also hideous in this scenario. <laughs> but I'm glad we both found men that uh, accept us as we are. Oh, what a lovely world. Yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. Lovely I think this has been world. one of our best hypothetical worlds. Actually, I think I've found true happiness in this world. And if ever you don't understand what we're talking about, dear listeners, we encourage you to go back and listen to our previous episodes of Arguments About Nothing. Uh, There's some gems waiting for you. We would also encourage you to check us out on Instagram um, to send us your hypothetical questions if you have them, either via Instagram or via our Gmail account, uh, or just tell us what you think. You can like or subscribe to the podcast. You can send us your ideas about how you would have answered these hypothetical situations, or you can just tell us that we're wrong. Yeah. Also, leave a review. Um, I don't think we at this point have any reviews, so you could be the first, and that would be like really exciting. Yeah, the only way that brand new podcasts like ours can kind of get off the ground is uh, with the support of kind and wonderful listeners like you who decide to take a couple of seconds out of their day to just give us a little bit of support. For anyone who's already doing that, we appreciate you so much. um, And we appreciate any help in sort of helping us get this podcast off the ground for 2020. Yeah, all right. Uh, Thanks so much for tuning in this time, guys. We will see you soon. And until then, keep fighting. Bye.